Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What's up? This is your boy, Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unk, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unk podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unk, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Fitness Disrupted, a production of iHeartRadio. I am Tom Holland, and this is Fitness Disrupted. I want to thank all of you listeners, especially those who have listened for a while. As of today, this show has exceeded 3 million downloads. Pretty darn amazing. Just a couple years' time. So thank you, thank you, thank you all over the world. What's also incredible is... You know, you can see, I can see where the listeners are, just the, the metrics available. It's incredible. And as I've said in every podcast, I love what I do. I love my job. And my one goal, main goal, is to help you live your best life. And by default, myself as well. I'm a little biased in that regard. I want us all to have the best information so that we can live long, and those years are quality years. And I have the best audience. I have to say that as well. Uh, you guys are just the smartest and the most inquisitive, and you're not falling for the myths and the misconceptions that so many are. And I know that by the questions you ask and well, a couple things. The questions you ask and also the results that you're sharing that you've listened to the show, that you've started to put certain things into practice slowly. There's a lot of information I've given you over the last couple of years, and it's not all meant to be done at once. And you're going to figure out what works for you in certain ways, because there is no one way. And those direct messages, emails are just amazing. And thank you for, for taking the time to send them. And finally, one of the other just signs you guys are the best, men and women, uh, is that you send me studies. So many to get to, and I will, in, in these shows. Not just directly back to you, but 
every single question, every single study that you guys have shared with me are worth talking about here. And so thank you. Thank you for all that. Thank you for all the support and hopefully many, many years to come. And today's podcast came out of a couple different concepts and reasons for doing. (laughs) And one was the 3 million downloads. And I looked at what the most popular show was up until now. And it is, drumroll please, Can You Build Muscle at Home? And and I'm so happy that that, my voice just, we're going to keep that in. (laughs) Did you hear that? What am I, Peter Brady? We're not editing that out. Keep that in. (laughs) It's like my first fitness videos shot in real time because I wanted people to see the mistakes and the sweat. This is reality fitness, people. We'll edit out things that, (laughs) you know, are different, but not not something like that. We're keeping it. Uh, Where was I? Yeah. Can you build muscle at home? And obviously tied into this crazy world of COVID that we're hopefully getting through as I speak on its tail end. But what a great topic and something that will help people, right? No equipment, convenience, something I've been preaching forever and then started to work with, you know, different fitness companies, one in particular, that that's what they specialize in. And so COVID brought that to the forefront. So it does not surprise me. And it makes me happy that as of right now, number one, listen to downloaded show is, can you build muscle at home? And so off of that, I did a bunch of other shows related to body weight. One was all about body weight exercises. Another one, the 10 minute body weight circuit. And this is what's so incredible about the world we live in. I did the circuit and I put it on Instagram. Because it's one thing to explain it to you in a podcast, but you go, okay, that sounds like fun. I have no idea what that one exercise is or how do you do that? Well, it's there. How amazing that, you know, we can combine the different mediums in that way. And then I did a six minute total body weight circuit for those of you who don't have 10 minutes. (laughs) Uh, And you can always double these up people, by the way, you can do two 10 minutes to make it a 20. You can do the 10 and the six. It's all about variation. And those of you who have listened to podcasts of mine in the past know that that is one of the top 10 recurring themes, variation, variation. Okay. Yet another one I did was the power of body weight cardio. All right. So today's show, are body weight exercises enough? It's going to take all of those shows and kind of refine it down a little bit more. And what's really interesting or will be, I think for many of you is there's two body parts that are problematic. There's two body parts that are problematic. If you know exercise science, if you know the physiology and what body weight movements we can do and what muscle groups they target, these two are problematic, but there are fixes. All right, so quick break. When we come back, are body weight exercises enough? Enough for what will be the the question? And then I'll get right into it. All right, we'll be right back. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes. I guess identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is an NAACP and Webby award-winning podcast dedicated to all things mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. Here, we have the conversations that help Black women decipher how their past inform who they are today and use that information to decide who they want to be moving forward. We chat about things like how to establish routines that center self-care, what burnout looks and feels like, and defining what aspects of our lives are making us happy and what parts are holding us back. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia. And I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. And so, yes, whenever I talk about bodyweight exercises, I... Talk about how I got started with Herschel Walker, Sports Illustrated article when I was about 14, 15 years old, read that he did 300 push-ups, 300 sit-ups a day. He said he never lifted weights. I find that hard to believe looking at his physique and, and what he achieved. Neither here nor there for me. I started doing what he did and found incredible results in, in a couple months at 15 years old. And I split them up and I obviously wasn't doing, you know, 50, a set of 50 at a time, took time. And I did them throughout the day. And so this is what I love to bring to you that my philosophy, what I have believed in and been doing both the philosophy and what I perform in my workouts, I've been doing since I was 15 years old. The micro workouts, the body weight stuff, the excessive moderation, the focusing on slower repetitions, all the stuff I'm going to talk about again in a different way refining down the body weight home workout concept so you can maximize your time and your results. But I've been doing it. I've been doing it. And like I saw that the consistency of different abdominal core exercises with just my body worked. And that push-ups and variations, as I will talk about, done consistently, worked. And they're going to work for you. Okay, so can you build muscle at home? Of course. Of course. And are body weight exercises enough? This came specifically out of a question I saw on Instagram. 
and it was a fellow fitness professional, basically said, no. Now, obviously, what are the two words I'm going to throw out? As I always do, it depends. It depends, right? But if we just paint it with a broad brush right off the top, right? So our body weight exercises enough to lose weight? Yes. Our body weight exercises enough to build muscle? Yes. Our body weight exercises enough to increase your strength and fitness and cardiorespiratory? Yes to all of the above. Yes. Now, at the end of the show, I'll say, where do you go from there? And there are obvious steps to take, next steps, next equipment. I'll give you those. Like, what would you buy? Like, what's the cheapest, simplest, most effective piece for your home if you're like, yeah, Tom, I get it. I'm going to do all that you said. I've tried all these things. I'm adding it to my exercise arsenal, my repertoire. But what's, I'll get to that. But the short answer is, oh, yes. Heck yes, I have in my notes. <laughs> all right? Yes. Can you lose weight? Of course. What's the goal? What's the science? Raise your heart rate and overload your muscles. Anyone who's done a push-up or a burpee knows that you can do both <laughs> pretty simply in the privacy of your own home with no equipment, all right? And when we talk about the gym and working out at home, as I've said before, this is not an all or nothing proposition as is so often put to you when it comes to exercise and nutrition. You know, it's, it's one or the other. It's cardio or stop doing cardio to lose weight. Uh, great, great idea. Your, your heart is a muscle. It's really important. You know, don't do that. Uh, one of the worst oh, brings back to actually someone asked me to <laughs> get worked up. It's a specific program that I have a big problem with. I don't want to mention the name, but basically says strength training is, is, is stupid and cardio is stupid. <laughs> but this one piece of exercise equipment that's ridiculously priced is not. <sighs> whatever. Um, one day I'll get to that one, I think. <laughs> but when you work out in the privacy in your, your own home, if we're talking about the gym versus working out at home, can you build muscle at home? Yeah. You're going to most likely get more done, especially in today's world. When I go to the gym and see people at the gym, thanks to cell phones and stuff, you're getting less done at the gym. You're talking to people, you're walking around, you're checking your phone. Still, you're going to get some stuff done. That's awesome. But when you're home, there's less of that, right? Maybe. I mean, you're still checking your phone probably, but you're not socializing with people. You're more likely in 20 minutes when you have it, 30 minutes at home, probably to get more done. Not everybody, but more likely. There's less distractions depending on who you are. Again, it depends, obviously. What's most important is it's more frequent and more consistent. That's what it comes down to. Yes, you can go to the gym three days a week, hour at a time, but think about that in the grand scheme of how many hours you have. And yes, you can have great results. You go, but Tom, I see this person who goes three times a week. Guess what? That person is also doing so many other things if they are in really good shape, have that body you want, are fit, are healthy. They're eating a certain way. They're doing a lot outside the gym as well. But my point is, yes, at home, there are those attributes, those specifics that come with working at home that are just amazing. 
And so we're talking, can you build muscle? Yeah, by doing all of these great body weight exercises, by varying them in their intensity and complexity based on your fitness level and being consistent with them. Okay? I mean, think about it. Like, what is one of the most effective forms of cardio? If we're talking about the machines versus body weight argument, you don't hear this very frequently. It's running, right? It's running. Now, you can run in place, and that's a great body weight type of cardio. It gets boring, right? I'm going to talk about how to make it less boring. But what were machines invented to do? What is the elliptical? What is one of the benefits of the elliptical? It's for people who can't run. So think about that. We actually created a machine to make it easier. Now, there's obvious benefits for people who can't run. Well, we want them to work on their cardio, of course. But what I say over and over again is, I have a big problem with doctors who say to people right off the bat, like, oh, you have pain while running? Well, then don't run. No, no, no. Let's first try to figure out why you have pain. Because that pain that keeps you from running also keeps you from doing so many other things in your life and will most likely get worse and worse. So running is one of the greatest tests to figure out what your weak links are. But again, back to the machine. So what's more effective going, as far as calorie burn goes, by the way, a 30-minute run or 30 minutes on the elliptical? Now, you can push yourself on any piece of cardio and make it harder. Yes, of course. But it's supported. You have to work harder with your upper body and things like that on an elliptical to get the same calorie burn as going out for a run. When people ask me what the best piece of equipment at the gym is, I say it's the one generally no one's using, right? The hardest piece, the harder one. And for many, that's the, I call it the gauntlet, the steps that move. But it doesn't matter what type of cardio it is. You can always work harder at it. But generally speaking, when you see someone on an elliptical, they're not burning the amount of calories they would be if they went out for a run. Now, I'm not saying you have to run. I'm just making the point that you don't need equipment. And oftentimes equipment will actually make it easier. As is true, getting ahead of myself, but so what? With abdominal exercises, a bicycle crunch is more effective based on research and studies than the vast majority of the most popular pieces of abdominal exercise machinery. That stuff, you know, that was so prevalent on late night TV and will never go away. Bicycle crunches are hard when you do them correctly. Running is hard when you do it correctly. And so, so often, you don't hear this. Those machines are making it easier. Now, again, there is a benefit to that when it's done correctly, but oftentimes they overpromise. The muscles are not activated in the same way. You're better off starting slowly doing bicycle crunches for maybe 10 seconds or even breaking it down into the component parts, a crunch, an oblique movement, and then maybe a raised leg, reverse crunch, and building up. So my point is just don't think that machines are the be-all, end-all. There's a time and a place and a purpose, but back to the original questions, can you build muscle at home? Heck yes, and are body weight exercises enough to build muscle, to get in shape, to lose fat, to feel good? Yes. All right. 
all comes down to the overload principle, people. So this is really fun for me as an exercise physiologist to parse out a little bit more because overloading the body, when it's the body weight, how do we do our body weight stable, right? So unless you're adding a weight vest, which now we're adding equipment, we don't want to do that yet. I just want your body weight. Well, then how do we do that with the overload principle? Our weight remains constant. So we need to vary other factors. That's where I geek out. That's where I love. This is, again, far too often in fitness and nutrition, people make the simple complex and the complex simple. This is just taking the simple and parsing it out, right? I haven't even talked about all of the podcasts I did on the specific bodyweight exercises, the power of the plank, the power of the push-up, the power of the lunge, the power of the squat. Okay, so if your body weight remains constant, we need to vary other factors, right? To increase the intensity and the complexity. And that's the beauty of all those exercises I just spoke about. And that's what I talk about in those podcasts. You take a push-up. There's an infinite number of ways to make that harder and different and fun. And so when we have our body, we need to do, it's actually even surprised me as I'm listing out for you all of the different ways to do it. More reps, really simple. Push-ups, your goal, right? If you can do five now, maybe it's to do 25. So we increase the reps, simple. You can increase the time when it comes to planks. You can do a 10-second plank, maybe your goal is 30 or 60. So increase the number of reps, increase the time, depending on what you're doing. Then we can go faster. What am I talking about? Well, an exercise like skaters. Right? You're going side to side. Great body weight cardio. Well, if you slow it down, kind of <laughs> going back and forth as I speak here, that's a little easier than going faster. And that's plyometric. What does that mean? Jumping, right? And so what a great example of an exercise, body weight cardio, that you can manipulate the intensity just by how fast you go. Can you burn calories? With body weight, oh my gosh. Skaters, burpees. Getting ahead of myself again. All right. Then less rest. Less rest. Where I'm going to take this all to is that generally speaking, final time, I'll say that, but when it comes to everything I'm talking about here, body weight, exercises, working out at home, one of the best, most fun ways to do it is a circuit. Is a circuit. So a certain number of reps, I prefer time. So 30 seconds, 60 seconds, whatever your fitness level is, goals, things like that. You manipulate the work interval and then the rest interval. So more reps, more time, faster, and then less rest, right? Or active rest. Then just changing the exercise order makes a huge difference. Huge difference. Same exercise done, exercises done in a different order, totally different workout as far as how you feel it because you're pre-fatiguing muscles in a different way. And then, gosh, why do I enjoy these shows so much? Uh, you go faster with the cardio, then you can go slower. It's one of my top three 
reasons why I am injury-free and have had the results I have had over the years is slowing movements down, the correct movements, the right movements, things like push-ups, things like bicep curls, activating the most muscle tissue, the most muscle fibers as possible, keeping the time under tension on the muscles as great as possible, not using momentum. And so we can take a push-up and we could do 10 push-ups, right? And then you can do 10 push-ups with a 10-second rep. What do I mean by that? How about you go down on an eight count and come back up on a one or two count? Try doing 10 push-ups like that. Did a podcast about that as well. After 3 million downloads, we've, we got a lot here, people. <laughs> I've done a lot. But you go slower. Squat, same thing. Okay, range of motion. Back to squats and movements like that. Push-ups. I have seen so many bad push-ups in my lifetime. I've seen so many bad squats. Because they're done as fast as possible with very little muscle tension. Now, time and a place. If you're just trying to get your cardio up, we can talk about that. But if it's a lower body exercise or an upper body exercise like a push-up, and you're doing what I call pulses, defeating the purpose if the purpose is to increase strength and engage as many muscle fibers as possible, all right? So you can go faster, you can go slower. Body positioning. Let's go back to a push-up or a plank. Just by manipulating my body position, I can change the intensity and overload the body more. This is why something like a TRX workout, a band workout is so challenging for the vast majority of people and teaching something like that in a group setting, you have to know your body. So if, you're, if your body positioning is a little off, in other words, if it's a little too aggressive for something like a push-up when the bands are in the air, that's going to be a problem. So it's a double-edged sword. But it just goes to the point that a one or two inch difference in certain body positioning with certain movements can dramatically change the intensity, easier or harder. All right. And then just two more. And there's others. Two more ways to make body weight workouts more challenging to utilize that overload principle, raising or lowering limbs. What do I mean by that? Well, if you're doing a push up, raising one foot. And then alternating when you do the next push-up. So right leg raised and then left leg raised. You can do Spider-Man push-ups, Spider-Man planks. And with this comes the unilateral exercises, right? So you go from bilateral squats, bodyweight squats, to now single leg exercises like lunges. And then finally, and again, this is not an exhaustive list, but you add a plyometric element to all the stuff I just outlined. You can do plyometric push-ups, super advanced, but you can do pop squats. You can do jump lunges, ridiculously challenging. I don't care who you are. Jump lunges alternating back and forth, really hard, really effective, okay? But my point is made, okay? So even though we need to adhere to the overload principle and we're not changing the weight, we're not saying, okay, I'm going to do... 20-pound dumbbell bicep curls, and then when that gets easy, I'm going to go to 25 or 30. No, we can't do that. It's our body weight. And what happens quite often is if you do this frequently enough and are consistent, you're going to lose weight, depending on who you are and what your goals are. And so you're going to have to manipulate 
these movements in all the ways I just outlined to make sure it's still challenging for you because you're moving less weight, right? All right, quick break. When we come back, I'm going to pull it all together, talk about the specific body parts, and most importantly, what are the two that are semi-problematic working out at home when it comes to bodyweight exercises, all right? Their upper body. We'll be right back. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true, and I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things, and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have a, one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is an NAACP and Webby award-winning podcast dedicated to all things mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. Here, we have the conversations that help Black women decipher how their past inform who they are today and use that information to decide who they want to be moving forward. We chat about things like how to establish routines that center self-care, what burnout looks and feels like, and defining what aspects of our lives are making us happy and what parts are holding us back. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. All right, talking about bodyweight exercises, are they enough? Yeah, they're enough to do just about everything most people want to do. Not going to get deep into or into it really at all. Sure, if you're going for max bench press, if you're going for, you know, max squats, all that kind of stuff, deadlifts, of course, you're going to use that stuff. And I'm going to get to that at the very end. 
But for the vast majority of people who listen to this show, who are trying to prevent injury, even people who are competitive, like if you're a triathlete or a runner and you're swimming, biking, running, the common question is how, do, how the heck do I work strength training in there? Not only for time, but I don't want to be ridiculously sore because I got to swim, bike, and run. Same thing with runners, especially runners who are logging a lot of miles. When do I work out? How do I work out? So body weight exercises, people go, oh, it's not enough. My gosh, if enough recreational as well as competitive runners did the basic body weight movements and then, again, just modified them according to their fitness levels with the plyometrics and things like that, so many injuries would be potentially prevented and performances would be exponentially improved. I'm living proof of that, okay? All right, so let's just go to the body parts. Let's start with lower body, right? Lower body, I would argue, and if you really look at the science and the movements and the number of exercises, you can do like ridiculous amount of exercises at home with the lower body, right? So many options, squats, lunges, step-ups, plyometrics, unilateral, like, sure, I will talk about dumbbells and barbells and things like that machines, but when it comes to body parts, and the amount of change you can make, strength, you want to throw that toning word in there, I'll, I'll do it for now, <laughs> uh, begrudgingly, um, you really don't need anything except the knowledge on the variations. Side lunges, front lunges, back lunges, plyometrics, as I said, you know, Bulgarian split squats, using a step, I don't consider that equipment, <laughs> you know, a bench. Because it could be a, a stone wall outside. As I've said, I've you know got workouts where I go for a run in the woods, a couple miles, three, four, five miles, and we'll stop every mile or so and use a bench for step-ups, for split squats, things like that. All right, but as far as the lower body goes, you can do a ridiculous amount of super effective exercises uh, with just your body weight, okay? Just the easiest to vary. Uh, and again, I would argue the most effective for so many people. Same thing holds true for your core, okay? Planks, crunches, now boxing, you know, uh, total body movements, um, balance moves, the unilateral exercises. If you're doing walking lunges, if you're doing jump lunges, if you're doing pop squats, you're also working your core. All right, again, planks and the variations, as I said, with one arm up, Spider-Man, you know, varying the degree of difficulty and, and making it unbalanced to recruit more muscle fibers in a what? Let's throw the word out there, functional way. I've avoided that and avoid that over the years more and more because all strength to me is functional, but sure, like walking, <laughs> you know. All that kind of stuff comes down to squatting and lunging, which is why I have such a problem with doctors who tell you you shouldn't squat or lunge um, when you have certain issues. Of course, you don't want to exacerbate pre-existing issues, but you're going to be squatting and lunging all day long. Let's figure out how to strengthen without making the issue worse. Okay, so with the core, as I said earlier, a bicycle crunch, according to science, more effective than the top pieces of exercise machinery for your core. These ab fill in the blank. Got to do it correctly, slowly, as goes for 
every exercise with good form. Don't be attached to the numbers. Don't say I'm going to do 100 when you can do 15 with good form and the next 85 are horrible. Do 15. Then do 20 a week later, okay? So core as well. Don't need anything. Skaters, by the way, all of those cardio moves, you're involving your core as well. And that is functional if you want to talk about like the sports you do on the weekends or for fun, the tennis, the paddle, the golf, all of those things, full body movements, all of that lateral stuff. It's important and will help you prevent injury. All right, so cut to the chase. Let's get, let's get this wrapped up. It's the upper body where we have problems, right? Less options. And when it comes down to it, it's the push-up. It's the push-up and the plank and the variations thereof. But it's ridiculously effective. A push-up is ridiculously effective for strengthening your upper body, your chest, your shoulders, and your triceps. The push, the push-up, right? Infinite number of ways to vary a push-up. And one of the ones most people don't think of because it's ridiculously hard, you go, what about shoulders? Well, you're getting a lot of shoulders in a traditional push-up. Get that plyometric element to that. Really hard. Back when I was doing my high school and college, uh, you know, push-up routine, I would do, you can call them wall push-ups, upside-down push-ups. So basically a headstand up against the wall and then push your body straight up. Now, I'm not doing the version that they do in CrossFit. Mine was just straight up and down, slowly, no kicking with the legs. They are hard. They are hard, especially (laughs) when you weigh a little bit more, right? It's your body weight. But if you're someone who's building up, if you're like, I got the strength, I really want to challenge the headstand push-up, again, not the traditional way you see it today, Um, that's super effective as well. But push-ups and dips, tricep dips, right? So now we can focus on the triceps, bench dips, right? A chair that's not moving, stable, a bed, a desk. You can even do it on the ground. Uh, Not as effective, but there's a way to do tricep dips, uh, lifting your butt off the ground, kind of doing a reverse plank of sorts and doing not a huge range of motion, but doable. Okay, but push-ups... Like, you want to really develop your chest, shoulders, and triceps, and your core, by the way. A push-up is a moving plank. You can do it. Okay, so what's the two? This is where it all comes down to. Well, a push move, chest, shoulders, and triceps. So what we're missing is the pull. We're missing back and biceps. So there is the gap. There is the gap. How do you work your back? How do you work your biceps with just your body weight? So here is where I'm going to throw in, finish this all up, piece of equipment. Now you can go outside to a playground and do chin-ups and pull-ups. So still your body weight, but yes, I'm going to consider that bar a piece of equipment. You could also bring that into the house. The new, I was laughing this morning as I was putting the show together, thinking of the old school chin-up bars that you just wedged. If you're as old as I am, you screwed it, screwed it, screwed it in the uh, doorway till you heard a crack of the wood. And that still didn't guarantee that it wasn't going to fall. And now you have those amazing ones that hook over um, the doorway, different grips, 
And so that's a great way to work your back and biceps at home. Now you go, it's way too hard, Tom. Totally agree. Understand. So I'm going to throw in one more piece of equipment. And that's the bands, the resistance bands. So they have really thick rubber bands now, long, big ones that you throw over that bar if you're outside or your bar at home. And you either put your feet or knees in it and it helps to assist you. And so different strengths, different weights, you're going to have to experiment. And yes, this is the gap, but I'm going to always give you the science and where the limitations are and how to get around that. This is not expensive, right? This is not expensive. And that's really fun. You know, my teenage son has it in his doorway. He walks by it. Hopefully he does one or two. And that's the beauty of having it at home. Pull-ups and chin-ups, they're hard for most people at the start. But that's something over time. You walk by, every day you do one, and then maybe two, and then three, and you learn that excessive moderation, that's consistency, and how over time, suddenly you're doing 10. And those rubber bands didn't exist when I was growing up. You just slowly kind of built up that strength. All right, so there you go. Back and biceps. It's tough to pull. You got to pull something. There's many other ways, you know, there's things, uh, if you've been in this business long enough, but that's, that's what you need to know to get started, right? So, yes, body weight exercises are super effective. Now, I want you to do it all. <laughs> Even though that was, are they enough? Yeah, they're enough to get you started. They're enough to be the mainstay, and that's what I want to emphasize, bodyweight exercises are my primary go-to thing that I'm consistent with. The planks and the push-ups and all the different variations thereof. Crunches, bodyweight exercises. I still go to the gym. I still use equipment. I've got a crazy amount of equipment. But it's probably, I don't know, depending on the time of year, what I'm training for, it's more than 50% body weight for the most part, especially as I get older. Now, final thing, if you're like, okay, <laughs> maybe I'm going to get the bar, maybe I'm going to get the bands, but that's probably too advanced. Then you get two sets of dumbbells or a set of selectorized dumbbells, but that's expensive. So you need a moderate set of dumbbells and a heavier set. And you're going to be able to do a lot of exercises to start with those weights. Moderate and a little heavier. So light and heavy, basically. And then you can do shoulders, triceps, you know, all of those different exercises at home. But bodyweight exercises are ridiculously effective for all the reasons I outlined. All right? You're good to go. There you go. Mix it up. Variation. There's no one thing. But we start to look at what are we going to do consistently? And as I said the beauty of everything I just outlined with the cardio circuits, all these different exercises, is you can make it fun. And if you haven't tried one of my like bodyweight circuits, go to my Instagram account, Google like the three-minute plank. I did a bunch for Bowflex, millions and millions of views now. But you can create your own circuits. Bodyweight circuits, super effective, super fun, infinite number of variations. Upper body, lower body, cardio, and core. Upper body, lower body, cardio, and core. Go by time, manipulate the work intervals, manipulate the rest intervals, and have fun. And do it the whole family. 
right enough. <laughs> I'm keeping in that squeak. You can laugh at me. Okay with that. And again, as I said at the start of the show, thank you so much for reaching out. Thank you so much for the questions and comments and success stories and sharing of the, the studies that you want me to delve deeper into or into for you. I love it and I appreciate it. And thank you for listening. If you want to reach out, Tom H. Fit again is Instagram and Twitter, Tom H. Fit. You can go to fitnessdisrupted.com, email me through the site. Uh, if you can follow this show, subscribe, whatever you can do, that's always greatly appreciated. And as I said, and we'll continue to say, my bias is us all living our best lives. And everything I say to you, I do. And it's based on science, and it's based on evolution, and it's based on what we can actually do. Because I don't care how effective it is, if it's not fun and you're not going to do it consistently, that's one of the biggest problems with fitness and nutrition. You're told there's one way. Nope. All right. That's it. I am Tom Holland. This is Fitness Disrupted. Believe in yourself. Fitness Disrupted is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elia Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. <laughs> People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in exactly. to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, right. which is different than empathy. Yeah. Right? Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.